Welcome to the Just What I Needed to Hear podcast with Yoga Farm Ithaca, where we teach you how to live the principles of yoga both on your mat and off the mat in the living curriculum of your precious life. I would love to share with you all my top tips for uh, parents on how to just um, raise our children in the culture of acknowledging change. And that is what prepares them to be with losses. So two of the best practices as parents that we can do for our children to prepare, to, to prepare them for loss in life is number one, is bringing them into nature as much as possible. It doesn't have to be like long hikes necessarily, but frequent experiences in nature where you bring, you model paying attention and pointing out change and death. So for example, when you see um, an insect or roadkill, um, or not necessarily roadkill, roadkill, but, but like let's say you see, a, if you're on a, 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 like a walking trail and you see a dead squirrel or something, notice if the first thing that comes out of your mouth is like, ew, don't touch that, right? If you, <laughs> and start to contain those expressions such that, you can go over and stay neutral with it. So you can say, wow, you know, isn't nature really amazing? Look at what happens. Look, look who this squirrel, look at who's being nourished by this squirrel. The decomposition, talk about it factually. Don't like give it phrases like, oh, it went to sleep. He's in the long sleep. Don't give death phrases that then have children terrified to go to sleep. <laughs> okay, honest to God, that's what happens, right? So you want to first reconcile any discomfort for you that is there to be cleared and attended to. You wanna, you wanna um, teach children um, to be able to be neutral and curious about change, pointing out change, um, honoring when a flower dies. You know, instead of saying, oh, well, that thing just saw the, didn't see the light of day anymore and like whipping it out, like taking the dead plant out and like chucking it into the yard, bringing reverence to that which has lived its full life. And that's the language. Like, wow, you know, this, let's find a great place to put our, our, this sunflower that blessed our home for so many, so many months with yellow and color and joy, where, we, where shall we put this so it can return to the earth? That language, your language is so powerful. That's, those are the practices that set the stage for when there is bigger change. Anytime there's transitions, you get a new car. How do we wanna honor with gratefulness the ending of the journey of our family's life with, with old Bessie, because now we're getting like zippy Jack, whatever it is, right? Like, so it's about honoring endings and new beginnings. So that becomes 
the lens through which you're training them to look truthfully at their relationship with life. So this is, these are some of the most important best practices. Um, uh, having pets like um, ant farms or whatever, you know, whatever's in your comfort zone, but things that you also know or don't have a longevity of 50 years. I think ant farms are great gifts, uh, are great learning experiences for children because the ant bury the dead. The ants bury the dead. They, uh, they, they, they make a cemetery and they carry. Have you ever seen an ant out in nature? Oh my God, you want to stop everything and help clear the way, like, like in curling. You know the guy with the sweeper who sweeps in front of the, <laughs> the thing, right? You want to honor the hell out of an ant carrying a carcass. They carry the dead. Okay, so nature gives you everything you and your children need. And then you're going to have plants, pets that live their full life cycle with you. And we want to be able to start to gently move away from and out of language and perspective that says this isn't fair. Why us? Why me? This shouldn't have happened and into this is what is. And we're going to always honor the pain we feel of change. Because grief is actually the vastness of gratitude, the vastness of gratefulness. That's why grief hurts, it aches. Gratefulness is so vast, it aches. Love and, grie love and grief are not opposites. Grief is the vastness of gratefulness. So gratefulize everything in your lives. So when it comes to an end, it's it, whatever it is, whether your home burns to the ground, you turn in a new car, an old car for a new one, you change jobs, your kids change schools, your family pet live, its life cycle is complete, grandpa passes, whatever it is, everything we have to let go of in our lives. So train them, train yourself to live as that embodied awareness because how would you treat yourself and others if you lived as the awareness that everything in your life may be the very last time you're interacting with it? That's not designed to have you live in panic. It's designed because imagine how you would treat yourself and other people and your things and where you would actually place your attention in life if you lived as that awareness. It would completely transform how you treated yourself and others. But because we fall asleep to that and our culture has a heavy emphasis on keeping things and nothing leaving or changing form, I should say, we are very, we have a very weak muscle in this awareness. And it's because we forget this, it's what allows us to treat one another hurtfully. And there are stages of grief. So it doesn't necessarily start out with gratitude and gratefulness. 
yet when we work with everything in our life to see that it's there is that when we fully work with all of our life experiences, there comes a point how we know everything has been reconciled and there's no part of our life story that we would reject is because we can say at some point, and we can't rush this, we can't bullshit our way through it or bypass our way through it. It's a process. But the ultimate landing point that we all get to in our own truthful time when we fix our gaze on our, our soul vow, our intention, our longing, our aspiration, is we can say thank you to everything that has happened in our life and yes to everything that's coming. And, there's no, and it's okay if we're not there yet. And whatever we, we do, that doesn't apply to yet just shows us our work, our process. That's it. That's all it shows us. And there's no race. There's no trophy. Nobody gets trophies for getting there first or quickest. But to everything in our life, to everything that has come, thank you. And to everything that is coming, yes. That is freedom to abide most fully in the living moment at play. Free of the traumas and the pains. It says that I've reconciled my life story. And the more of our life story we reconcile, we effortlessly land in that, thank you for that, thank you for that, and thank you for that, because it grew me in the way I needed to grow. I now stand in my own love, my own wisdom, and my own power, and some tough shit, some tough stuff grows us, takes us to our knees again and again and again. I know that.